0: Thanks for tuning in to The Rally on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is good? What is happening, everybody? It's your boy Ferris Moderna, and welcome to the Highest Presents the Rally. It is LGR's audio recap show on all of the major tennis tournaments. And guess what, guys? It is day three of the Australian Open, and I'm excited because you know what? Naomi Osaka just won her match. Because we are recording this at 1 o'clock, 1:30 in the morning, Pacific Standard Time, 3:30. Central 430 Eastern For all the people I have all the time zones For everyone Without Mountain
1: time. No one
0: cares about mountain time <laughs> And the person you just heard It is my co My co whatever My co host my running mate My mixed doubles partner There we go Forever It is the one it is the only It is the one it is the only Adelia Chamberlain Adelia how are you
1: Good, Ferris. How are you?
0: I am trying to stay awake because I love tennis now. Tennis is amazing. Uh, there's a couple in you know it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a cerebral science. It's a cerebral sport. There is points of it where there's not a lot of action. Mm-hmm. It's very smooth, very quiet. Then there's moments where action picks up and it's all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think this, today, was very smooth matches. So, Delia. Well, some of them. Some of them were, but not all of them. Uh, we have a couple of matches that you highlighted on here. Uh, first off, we have Alina Svitolina defeated um, Harmony 10. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, 6-3, 5-6, 5-1. Harmony... Six three five seven five one retired. Harmony retired yes. at the end of the match. Harmony retired. She, hurt she... Calf, she
0: hurt her calf uh, muscle
1: okay. uh, to the point where they had to take a wheelchair onto the court to get her off Ooh, the court. She... she couldn't walk off the court. She think she, you think she she tore it or popped it? She might have, yeah, because like yeah. she literally could not walk. So oh, yeah, um, she tried to finish the match. She tried to go out there and serve, um, at five one. And basically, the chair empire just basically said, "We we can't we can't do this," mm-hmm. and asked her to please stop the match, which she she agreed and did. And um, so, if five one retired. A lot of people see that and go, "Oh, why didn't she finish the match? You know, you could have just made it through one more game and give your opponent, a, a, yeah, a full victory." But at the same point, she couldn't walk. Yeah. I mean she was underhand serving cuz she couldn't press up to serve. So I felt really bad for her because she fought really hard in the second set of that match. Mm-hmm. Um to get it to a third set and then she had uh, the unfortunate injury. But um it was a it was a pretty good match.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: a really good match.
0: You know. Uh Elena Svetlina is, is one of the women you showed the picture of last yesterday. That mm-hmm. I didn't know who she looked like, but I knew who she is. I feel so ashamed of myself. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a woman I did know who was, was number 24 ranked Victoria Azarenka. Yay, yay. So Azarenka defeated Jill Tackman 6-1, 6-2. Uh, What did you see in this match? Because I unfortunately did not watch either one of these matches, Adelia. Uh, I missed them. Uh, it, so as a ranker, Techman had an ace apiece. Um, uh, Techman had 47 percent of her first saves in, she had five double faults. Uh, so that's five points uh, that she lost off of serves, but she did win 76 percent of her first serves, which was you know kind of weird in you know, a little. Uh, but she did have her serve get broken four times by Victoria Azarenka, uh, and which is really funny because she had more winners than Azarenka, and, but Azarenka had more points overall. What did you see from this match? Was it just Azarenka just being Azarenka and just beating her?
1: Basically. Um, Teichman didn't play horribly, but Vika was pretty much out of this world today. Uh, 12 winners, 13 on 4 errors. That's a pretty good ratio. Um, two double faults is a good number you know you want them as low as possible Teichman had 27 unforced errors Um, that's basically the story of the match one of the reasons I highlighted this is because of the blockbuster third round match because of this uh, these two matches we've talked about first uh, happening Svitolina versus Azarenka in the third round Mm -hmm. which will be incredible Gonna be phenomenal.
0: So, uh, let me see. Let me see. What time would that be? What time would that be? We don't know yet, Ferris. It's not oh.
1: tomorrow. It's the day oh. after. Oh, it's the day after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. All
0: right. So let's just keep trucking along on these matches you highlighted, Adilia, and the third match you highlighted, it uh, was an upset. It was an upset. Uh, unseeded, uh, Marta Kos- Kostakun Kostak defeats number thirty-two ranked, uh, thirty-two seeded, Sarah Serbiras. Tomo. Seribus Tormo. Yes. She beat her 7-6 in 6-3. Why? Is this, is this a, an egregious upset or an upset that everyone
1: expected? I don't know that I'd say it's an egregious upset. I didn't expect this upset. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, one of the reasons why I highlighted this is because of the difference in um, winners and errors between the two. Kostyuk had 33 winners but 42 unforced errors. Srebotnik nine winners, 20 unforced errors. Somehow, uh, Kostyuk you know was able to win that match. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with the break points. Mm-hmm. Six of ten. Uh, Tormo was four for four on break points, but it this is one of those scenarios where it's which points you win, and I think that. It just Kostiuk came out winning the right points today. I don't think that this is, a, like I said, an egregious upset, but it is an upset that I wasn't expecting. I was expecting a different clash in round uh, number three, which goes into the match that I highlighted after this, which was Paola Badosa beating Martina Trevezan, uh Six love, six three. Mm-hmm. Um, Badosa and Seriva Stormo, I was expecting um the all spanish uh third round match and instead we've got Badosa and Kostjuk. Badosa has been incredible so far this tournament. I think mm-hmm. she's lost seven games between oh, wow. the two matches. So um I would expect Badosa to win this third round match against Kostjuk, but
0: Yeah, Badosa won 80% of her her first service. We we'll keep we're chugging along guys, we're moving yeah. on to the yeah cuz like really it's both of these matches kind of tough, kind of uh, dovetail into each other cuz they're facing each other in the next round just like Svetlana and Azarenka they're dovetailing together. Um so yeah, you think Podosa's going to take out the um of of the upset or will the or the hype train and upset train collide and
1: is June? a good player. Um I don't see her upsetting Podosa, but it's possible. We mm-hmm. I mean she I didn't see her upsetting Sarebas Tormo either but she did.
0: So we'll see. We'll see. So let's yep. just keep moving along, Delia. Uh, uh, And it is, oh, world number one and Australian number one seed Ash Barty defeats qualifier Louisiana Barzitti. Bon-Zi? Bronzetti. Bronzetti. Bronzetti, that makes more sense. 6 Was this just Ash Barty being Ash Barty? Basically. Okay. Yeah.
1: Ash Barty is playing as though she's not playing in Australia because generally the Australians when they come and play at the Australian Open feel a ton of pressure and don't perform. Like it's mm-hmm. gotten to Ash in the past in like quarterfinal, semifinal stage where she just can't perform the way that she's performs anywhere else in the world. She looks so carefree and happy Mm-hmm. And just glad to be there and ready to compete. That it's it's nuts. Scary. I mean, yeah, I mean she had seven more winners than unforced errors today. Eight aces, which that seems that's I think that's quite a number of aces for Barty. Mm-hmm. I don't think Barty generally aces people a lot. Eighty-six percent of her first serve she won. It's just a great match for Ash Barty, and um, Lucia Bronzetti really was no. Competition
0: today. All right, let's keep chugging along, Adelia. Uh, it is number thirty-seeded Camila Georgie Georgie defeats Tereza Martinkova. Martinkova. Tereza Martinkova. Yeah. Yes, he has. Hey, I got it right. You ain't got to correct me. I got it correct. Um, I don't. I don't fully know any of, about these two women, Adelia. Can you uh, so enlighten me? Who is Camila Georgie
1: Georgie is at this point a veteran Italian woman. Um, she used to, from the Twitter space that I, sur- you know, surround myself with, she used to be known more for her looks than for her tennis. She'd get to a certain stage, and then she'd lose. Like it was pretty predictable. I, I see that you're googling her now. I'm not. I'm not googling her. <laughs> Calm down, Nadia.
0: I right, just continue. <laughs> Um, Gosh, guys, I'm not vain
1: but, <laughs> uh, I'm glad to see that she's made it up to into being seated again uh she'll she's i don't know what her career high ranking is. I should look that up, but um one of the reasons I highlighted this match is because she now plays Ash Barty in the next round. I think that'll be an interesting clash um. Georgie hits a lot of unforced errors. She hit 45 unforced errors today in two sets. That's a lot. Um, but uh, she her first serve wasn't very good today. 46% of first serves in. But when she did get the first serve in, she won 81% of those points. So I just think that this matchup between uh, Barty and Georgie in the next round will be fascinating. And I see Barty winning it, but you never know.
0: All right that's good that's good now the now a match i did watch i watched this match it is Denis uh, It's dennis dennis. Ah, dennis shapovalov defeats south korean soon moon Kwon 7 6 6 7 6 7 5 6 2 shapovalov has had some has some rough go with the past two matches he has to yes. grind. He's been grinding out the last two vi- his last two victories. They his opponents have made him earn it. They're not just walking, they're not just like walking away from the young Canadian upstart. Him and Felix Oge Aliasim, they're the two Canadian young guys. I think they're both what 21? 21? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like Like 21, 22. So like they're basically like the new age of Canadian tennis. I don't know if there was ever an age of Canadian tennis. I don't know if there's ever been a Canadian who was good at tennis. Enlighten me,
1: Adelia. Uh, There's been some Canadians that have been been good before. I don't believe a Canadian man has ever won a Grand Slam. Okay. Um, Daniel Nestor is a great Canadian uh, player of the past. Uh, I think he's the Davis Cup captain. I could be wrong about that. Um, but uh he uh he he most of his success that I am aware of came in doubles, not singles. Ah, I got you. So um
0: yeah, so so yeah, let's soon won soon woo soon woo did not let Dennis off the hook. He grinded wow. him out as well, you know. Cause Dennis g- got him on off of the tiebreaking the first time and then Sun Wu got him on the tie break in the second set and then but here's the thing with shapovalov 81% of his his first saves ended in winners uh unforced errors shapovalov had more but adelia like you said he won the right points yeah. not all the points but the right points cuz total points won was 200 to 179 uh break points he broke kwans Served seven times. Kwan broke Shapovalov. served four times. We had 81 winners to 29 winners. Uh double faults, not or were very we're very heavily on Shapovalov. He had 10 to 6, but aces 29 to 3. And it's just Shapovalov, his his youth and his hype. He said I I like and he just grinded out. This shows me that. When push come to shove, he won't crumble. He won't crumble because guess what? After fighting in the first, like the first four sets, basically tiebreaker, 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 the first three sets go to tiebreakers. He then fights to for a seven-five in 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 the fourth set, and then in the last set he wins six-two. He yeah. takes him out. Because either he smelled blood in the water or he was like, I need to I need to, like, just take it from him. Mm -hmm. Kwan didn't give it to him. um, Shababalov took it from Sun Wu. Am
1: I wrong, Adelia? I think uh, think Kwan got tired. Yeah? Um, I think that um, there was a point when he was up two sets to one and then Shapovalov won that fourth set and I think at the beginning of the fifth set you could just tell that Quan was kind of like really exhausted maybe not physically but he would started to get exhausted mentally because these five set yeah. matches these players are not used to playing five sets the tour, yeah. the regular tour is just best of three so by the time you get to a fifth set if you're not used to going to a fifth set I don't know how many five setters that um uh Quan has played before Same. I've never seen Quan play before so I think it's entirely possible that um Kwon got tired and Dennis being you know in the position that he's been in where he's played yeah. a lot of really tough matches played a lot of five set matches had that sort of thought in the back of his mind that he could do it and so he did
0: yeah yeah I think so too I think so too. All right, Delia. Now let's move on to the young American. Our hope for a resurrection. I'm putting it all on him because I'm a horrible person. It is the one? It is the only? He is Sebastian Corda. He defeats Corten Moutet. uh three six six four six seven seven five seven six. Yes. And he and same thing. I think. But they're, I think but they're both 21, I believe. So I can't say that one got tired more due to age. They were both the same age. And I'm pretty sure both of them haven't played a lot of five-round matches.
1: You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, this, this was not, I don't think, uh, a result due to age. I think this was a result because uh, Quarantine Mutet kind of lost his head. Mm-hmm. There was an, mean, a good... um, there was a I the stream I was watching did not have um, uh, predictions, uh-huh. I mean not predictions commentary yeah. going on. But at the beginning of the fifth set, the, the first game was played, and then there was a stoppage while Mutet spoke with officials and the chair umpire before play resumed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know what that was about. But Moutet was very aggravated at the end of the fourth set. He sort of kicked one of the cameras over. I believe it was one of the cameras oh. that they had set up on the court, um, on the fence, um, alongside the court. He kicked something that was then dangling along that fence. Let's put it that way. And um, it's interesting because um, he got, I believe, Quarantine Moutet um, was defaulted. Um, the, oh, right before the Australian Open, um, I mean, he got disqualified. Yeah, defaulted is when um you are uh disqualified and kicked out of the tournament. Um, yeah, he was disqualified uh in Adelaide, um, against Laslo Dejier. I don't know why, but. He did mm. something. He got into it with the chair umpire, and he he was disqualified. So Mutet sort of has this, like, I think history of um, of this volatility on the court, and I think mm-hmm. he sort of lost his head in that fifth set. He played really well in that fifth set, got it to the match tiebreaker, but as soon as he went down in that match tiebreaker, I don't think he really was... Gave up? mindset keep going he didn't give up Hmm. but i don't think it was really in the right mindset to push hard enough to get those points and win the tiebreaker and um uh corda won it because the the final set tiebreaker in a slam at the australian open is best to 10 first to 10 points and it was 10 to 6 in the end the final set tiebreak score so Mm -hmm. Chet had his chances. That thought it was seven. It, regular tiebreakers go to seven. In the final set, meaning for the oh, women in add, the third set or in the fifth set. They for the add men, four more? They add they four add, more? It goes to ten points. Three more. Three, three more. 10 points. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, the thing, Why? The thing okay, is— Okay,
0: Adele, you have a question. I have a question. Okay. Why do they have so many different rules for for everything?
1: Okay, <laughs> you want to get even more confused? The there is a uh, this is the final set tiebreaker in Australia. When uh-huh. you get to the, uh, the French Open, there is no final set tiebreaker, you just play until somebody wins by two games. Um, the uh, Aus- the Wimbledon, there's a regular, uh, there's a 10 point tie, I believe it's a 10 point tiebreaker, but it's 12 all, it's not at six all, it's at 12 all. So you keep playing until it hits 12 all and then there's the tiebreaker. Like it's different. And then at the US Open you hit 6 all it's just a regular 7 point tiebreaker and you're done. There's no continuity between the four slams and it drives me insane.
0: Is it is that why it makes is that why all the slams are so unpredictable?
1: It's one yeah. of the reasons, yeah.
0: Is that why it's very
1: hard to sweep the slams nowadays? Um, I don't know if it's ne- it, it's extraordinarily difficult. And If Djokovic had pulled off the calendar slam last year, if he'd won the U.S. Open, it would have been a feat that I don't think we could say has been matched or would be matched in a while. Yeah. He obviously didn't. Uh, Medvedev won the U.S. Open. See, because it's completely different from the other yeah. three. Wait, Tamo, he won at Roland Garros? Yeah, Djokovic won Roland Garros last year. Did, wait, wait, did Rafa play? He did, I believe.
0: Oh wow, that's weird.
1: Yeah. It does happen that Rafa plays the French and doesn't win.
0: Really? It does I happen. It. I don't believe it. I know. I don't believe it. That's nonsense. Alright, yeah, so yeah, like they they broke each other's serves five each. Uh Corda had 92 unforced errors to Mutet's fifty-eight. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Actually, Mutet won more total points at 194. How the hell did Corda win this match?
1: Um, He just stayed with it. He stayed steady. Corda yeah. has a very good encore demeanor. Like when Mutet was like tripping, uh, tripping a little bit, he stayed calm. And uh, why? <laughs> what?
0: Because you said tripping, I started laughing. Okay
1: um he Mutet stayed calm they uh, said tripping. You know, was, he
0: <laughs> get it set tripping. it's tennis yes
1: um he uh, he stayed calm and he stayed um basically in the moment instead of getting lost in his head, and he played that match final set tie break really really well mm-hmm. and he won the match
0: all right now let's talk about some of the other matches we we watched uh right before we we started filming at at this uh Naomi Osaka Beat Madison Bringle, uh, the American six, six bagel, Six, four. six
1: bagel, six love. It's I a ba- bagel, but you say six love.
0: Okay, then why the hell? Why say bagel?
1: No, you don't say six bagel. You just say it's she, she gave her a bagel or you say she won the set six love. You don't combine you t- them.
0: What is wrong? What? What is? I'm so confused with you tennis people. I'm trying to be a tennis person, and this is just nonsense.
1: You just For don't your, know the lingo yet. That's all it is. No, so no. But also,
0: you're telling me your four major tournaments. The four tournaments that are the most important out of any other tournament in the in the year. None of the rules are the same. No
1: Basically, rule is the yeah. same. Basically.
0: Oh my god! I did. Did you watch this? Um, I was watching a little bit of this match. Uh, Naomi just was being Naomi.
1: Yeah, that's who she was. Madison Bringle um, played really well in the second set compared to the first, but Naomi was way too strong today, and I'm not mm-hmm. surprised that she won that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, all
0: right, so um, just uh, you actually did you watch the Jessica Pugula match?
1: I didn't see any of the Jessie Pagula match. Mm-hmm. Um, she was initially down in that first set. I saw in the live scores to Bernarda Para um but she turned it around and won six four six four. 4 uh mm-hmm. Belinda Bencic lost That's to bring Amanda. Up, bring yeah she lost to Amanda Anisimova I watched a little bit of that match Bencic's had a back injury she kept getting treatment on um mm-hmm. and uh Anisimova you know was able to, to close out that that yeah took advantage and was able to close out that second set to win the match um yeah. we could talk feels- a little bit about how uh, I'm surprised that Hubert would lost to Adrian Manorino, of all people. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, Why? Who's Who's Adrian Manorino? Adrian Manorino is a journeyman Frenchman. I'm not trying to say he's not good, but I, he's not the kind of player, especially at this stage of his career, that I would have seen um, beating Hubert Hercaz. Mm-hmm. Um, Hubie is in the top ten. In seeds here, I believe he's almost in the top ten, if not in the top ten in rankings. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really shocked that he lost in the second round. I know that a lot of people had him um, going pretty far in this tournament mm-hmm. um, because of that. manorino will play the winner of Mackie McDonald and Aslan Kar- Karatsev, but that takes a, a hurdle if out of Rafa Nadal's. A uh, little section of the draw to get to the fourth round because Hercas was his likely fourth round opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, now Manarino is going to play either McDonald or Karatsev. Um, Rafa won today. Um, he now has a um, a tricky third round match against Karen Hachinoff. Uh Karen uh, always uh, plays really well against Rafa. They played an incredible match at the U.S. Open a few years ago. Um, but I think Rafa will be able to win that match and get to the fourth round.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, As we are speaking, Alexander Zverev just tipped off. He's playing as of we speak, and Mm -hmm. yep, that's pretty much it because the only female match playing right now is Maria Zachary. She's up 6-1. Well, she's up one set. Uh, She won at 6-1, and now she's uh, up 30-15 in set number two. At game one, uh, I just want to give everybody some updates. Uh, and I, updates and,
1: for things that by the time you listen to this will probably be completed. Exactly, exactly. Um, let me but. say, uh, some uh, other matchups that we've got in the third round that are confirmed now. Sebastian Corda is going to play Pablo Carina Busta, who had mm-hmm. an incredible shot um, today in his match against a uh, Talon Greek Spore. Go look it up. It it's okay. crazy. Adil,
0: Adil. We'll get we'll get to that after after we cap a couple more. Um Matteo yeah. Bar, Bar- he 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 just, just like when I was watching him play uh, Stefan Kozlov, the American, it just looked like he was in full, complete control of it. He uh he, he he got a couple of aces the way I saw it, and it was just complete not domination, but he he handled it. I wouldn't say pretty, it's pretty...
1: complete and utter domination. Kozlov had set it. off of him.
0: It was but, but he handled He, them. he, handled he still
1: them. handled them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, and then my man Riley Opelka, big man, big serve is what I like to call him. Uh he he won in straight sets 6'4, 6'3, 7-6. And you know what? You know, that's the American prototype, big man, big serve. But America really to...
1: versus Canada in the next round, because his next round opponent is Shapovalov.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. I shall watch that match. Yes, I will. Uh, but really, Delia, um, I want to talk about one more match. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz, he is the, the new wave of the, the Spaniard. Uh, Youngest
1: man in the draw.
0: At 18 years old. He won 6-2, 6 uh, Handled, handled uh, Dusan Lojovic. Of course, it's Lojovic, duh. Uh, handled him pretty easily, six one six two. Then he had to fight. But in the, in the third set, Adelia, he was down, actually. I, I was watching the match. He was down, and he fought back.
1: You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
0: Same thing with with Balov. He fought back. 18-year-old kid it could have been like, "I right, man, time to pack it in, lose this set, and then win set number four. But Alcaraz like, no, I'm going to win this and go home. Because yeah. he fought back, and I liked it. But also, to Adelia, I want to talk about someone that that played after we ended our last show. And then I and then I watched her match this morning. The first match I actually watched today, it is the one. It is the only. It is Emma Raducanu versus Sloane Stephens. And
1: mm-hmm. I was watching
0: that match, and I was highly impressed with Emma Raducanu. She was phenomenal. She had she had she had control of herself. She could her serve was very powerful, and Sloane was just she was messing up. There like like I have expectations for Sloane. 'Cause for I, I follow the American tennis players and she was she looked she looked off. She looked one step
1: behind. Sloan definitely Emma. was struggling last night.
0: Yeah. Yeah with Emma Raducanu. What were your thoughts on that match, Adelia?
1: Um Emma looked really good in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh she started out uh, incredibly well, obviously. Um that first set was something else. I like that Sloan fought back in the mm-hmm. second set. Uh um, but this is definitely a match that, uh, was Emma's, I don't want to say for the taking, but she definitely was the Uh one who, uh, was in control of that match, and, um, shout out to the person on Twitter who wanted Sloan to have an easy round match and suggested Rodicano be that easy Mm -hmm. first round match. That didn't age well, that tweet.
0: No, it didn't. No, it didn't.
1: Um, but, uh, I think Sloan, like I said, I think Sloan basically just needed a little bit more time to get into the season. I think she'll be fine this season. She didn't mm-hmm. play so absolutely horribly that I'm like, oh, my God, what's wrong with Sloan Stevens? I just think that Emma was really on last night. Mm-hmm. Emma has this thing where she just turns it on in the Grand Slams. She made the fourth round at Wimbledon last year. Then she won the U.S. Open. And now she's played really well in her first match here. When her other tournament appearances in that span haven't been as good. So.
0: Bright lights, bright player.
1: Basically. She
0: big seems time players. thrive under the pressure. yeah. Big time players make big time plays in big time games. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people who like are pretty good on tour, win a couple of tournaments here and there, but then when it's time to, for the opens, they get bounced in the second round or the first round or. They don't even make it to like even threatening, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah out now let's end off uh the rally uh with a, a previews of matches that we would like to see uh what were some of the matches you had on the list
1: for tomorrow
0: for tomorrow or today
1: um, today um Samantha stozer playing in her last singles tournament in what she's announced is her final year on tour. She's going to play the rest of the year in doubles, but this will be her last singles tournament. She's playing Anastasia Pavlychenkova, who I believe was the French Open finalist last year and has been a quarter-finalist. Scrabble, as Brad Gilbert calls her. Uh, and I believe she's been a um, quarter-finalist here in Australia before, so I'm looking out for that match. Um, uh, Garbini Muguruza is playing Alize Cornet. Um, Alize Cornet can be uh, a little crazy, on court, sometimes she's mm-hmm. she's not entirely with it in matches. Sometimes she gets in her head, and that can be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Simona Halep is playing uh, Beatrice Hadad Maya I think Halep will win that match, but I'm interested to see um, that one. I don't, and, I, don't, uh, I, don't,
0: I don't I don't see it on the on the Google. Why won't it show me? Oh, here I it is. Here's now I see it. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. It's te- it's technically Thursday at 2 o'clock in the morning.
1: Okay. She's night match? Okay.
0: Yes.
1: Um, and then the one I'm really looking forward to on the women's side tomorrow is Annette Contevit versus Clara Towson. Uh, Annette is in the uh, – she's the sixth seed. Clara Towson is an up-and-coming Danish player that uh, played really well in Australia a few years ago in the junior tournament, and I'm really looking forward to seeing her You play said Clara Clara. Townsend? Towson. T A U S O N.
0: Oh here it is. Yeah, yeah, right here. Four o'clock. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um on the men's side, we've got uh, Taylor Fritz taking on Francis Tiafo. That'll be an all-American clash that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um and then uh, Felix Oje aliassime gets Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Um Interesting to see how Felix handles that match after his five-set first-round match. Mm. The match that I'm really looking forward to, though. Daniil Medvedev versus Nick Kyrgios. That's that's Kyrgios' second-round match, is Daniil Medvedev. I think Medvedev will win that match pretty easily, but Kyrgios will make it interesting. So...
0: Uh, also, Adelia, in round number three, Carlos Alcaraz Garfia versus Mario Berrettini.
1: Yeah, um, Alcaraz versus Berrettini in the third mm-hmm. round. That'll be, let's see, what, yeah. Thursday? It's Thursday, yeah. yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And um, so we will be Opelka and uh, Shapovalov. I wanted to also say um, Miamir Kecmanovic should give the Australian government a uh, fruit basket or something because he was going to be Djokovic's first-round opponent and, you know, obviously probably lose. Instead, he won that. He won his second-round match today, so he's in the third round against Lorenzo Sinego. On the women's side, other than... uh, Azarenka, Svitolina. We also have uh, Barbara Kuchikova versus Yelena Ostapenko in the third round. That'll be a battle of former French Open champions. Ostapenko won the French Open in 2017, I want to say. And will awesome. won it last year. Um, Jesse Pagula's opponent is uh, Nuria Pariz- Parizas-Diaz, who had a walkover today over uh, Marina Zanevska. Um so she'll be rested for that match. Mm-hmm. Um we've got Osaka versus Anasimova as well. So mm-hmm. that'll be good.
0: All right. Phenomenal. Uh Delia. That's it? Yep. I'm ready. You I'm ready? ready
1: yeah.
0: We're coming we're coming in hot and heavy because let's get ready is always ready. And this was the Rally Australian Open day three recap. Thank you guys for listening. Guys, make sure to rate, review, and comment on us. You know what I mean? Like we're just some fans talking some tennis, man. We don't know everything. We, are, we I don't know nothing,
1: nothing sometimes. We know,
0: we know nothing sometimes. And I'm just, cause I am just because I want to know, man. I love tennis. I've always loved it. I love the history behind it. I, I, it's, I'm, I try to get into it, man. Sometimes it's phenomenal. Like, like I want, I want to expand my avenues. I just don't want to be the football guy. I love football, but I love other stuff too. You know what I mean? I love other stuff too. And on that note, I like to thank you guys. Make sure. Give us a five-star rating. Comment on us. Listen to the audio feed. Thank you, guys. I've heard we're almost at 10,000 individual listens on the audio feed. Yep. Mad love to everyone for supporting us on the audio feed. This is for you guys because I care about you because I listen to podcasts through audio feeds, never through YouTubes. You guys matter to me, and this is why. Y'all get this. This is for y'all. Love y'all. Any other thoughts,
1: Delia? Just looking forward to uh, the third round and the rest of the second round tomorrow.
0: Damn right. Same thing. Tomorrow, guys. Same time, same beard. You can't see it. (laughs) You can't see the beard. But it's all right. Uh, It's the rally. We shall rally, Adelia. We shall rally.